the truth. I'm gonna make him an offer, Captain. Yeah, man, it really tied the room together. Don't judge me, Loki. You're a wizard, Harry. Why so serious? Here's Johnny. I want to play a game. Welcome to episode 21 of Lords of Film. I think this is the, like the first time in a long time we've done a podcast. Back Lord of Films? What the hell is going on? Yeah. What universe are we in? We're in the multiverse, Kyle, obviously. I'm in uh, Earth 2. <laughs> yeah, here multiverses are a hot topic right now. We're, I'm on Earth 2 where the DC Cinematic Universe is successful and the Marvel Cinematic Universe sucks. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> We're on our third Batfleck movie. Superman, <laughs> Henry Cavill has been in every uh, superhero movie since. Man, imagine that. that. What a time to be alive. So yes, episode 21 of Lords of Film. So this podcast episode, we will be breaking down the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 official teaser trailer. So... Now, I don't, you, I don't know if I just missed this announcement, but did we know it was going to be a multiple-part movie? Yes, it was supposed to be multiple-part movies, and they were going to film it back-to-back, but because of the pandemic shut everything down, they just they just decided to focus on the first one. That's fair. Um, and then here we are. Like, I didn't know they were supposed to be dropping a trailer. Like, I thought we were going to be waiting a couple months for them to drop a trailer. So, uh... Hold on, let me check when this movie's supposed to be coming out. That's what. Uh, that's what. I'm... Sometime in 2023. I, I'm looking at the trailer right now. All they're saying is it's coming to theaters in 2023. July 14th, 2023. Oh, it's July. So yeah, we have over a year to go. That's and it looks crazy. like the movie's already done. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy that they're dropping the trailer already. Then. How long has it, it been since they're like, yeah, we're going to drop a trailer over a year out from the movie coming out? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not, I'm not a trailer aficionado, so I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I mean, I'm not complaining or anything because this is a pretty good trailer. But yeah, it's it's, one of trailers I've seen in like maybe five years. Like seriously, it's real good. And like the way that it kind of What's interesting about this movie trailer is they kind of like like leaked it out on purpose, and then like the next day they posted it. Interesting. So I'm just like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> Can we I'm get on. more of this? Let's do it more. Right this is like seriously. There's like very little talking. We're just mesmer- mesmerized by the visuals. But be- instead of us talking about how good this trailer is, let's break this trailer down. Let's, let's break, break it down. down. So, Kyle, can you explain how this works, since you've heard me talk way too much already? So, for those uninitiated, the way we handle trailer breakdowns is we go through it multiple times. Uh, on the first path through of the, of the trailer, we will just let it play. We won't stop it, but we'll just, you know, maybe make comments on things here and there. On the second playthrough, we will actually take the time to stop at certain points throughout the trailer to really go more in depth and talk about what we're seeing and maybe speculate on what certain visuals or ideas could mean. And then once we've done that, we'll go through it a third time just to let the trailer play through. And if there's anything else that we may have missed, we'll, we'll stop it then and discuss of 
kind of our overall thoughts on it. I mean, you couldn't. Once you said uninitiated, I stopped. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. He's out. He, he, <laughs> he's got it. I don't need to say anything else. You, you, you're, you're good. <clears throat> so we are on the Paramount Pictures official YouTube channel. Imagine posting a trailer on an official channel like that. No, how things have so greatly couldn't be changed. Warner Brothers from like a year or two ago. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You're funny, Kyle. You're a funny guy, Kyle. I've been told so, that. Yeah. So we will uh, start breaking this trailer down. So we are on the Paramount Pictures official YouTube channel, and it is the Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Like, it doesn't feel like this trailer came out six days ago. Because I've watched it, like, every day since. So are you so, saying that you've already watched the trailer for approximately the length of the entire movie? I, I mean, it's about the... I mean, this trailer's better than Morbius. <laughs> I mean, that's... That's not really saying a whole lot, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know some people like to claim Morbius is, like, peak cinema, but, you know, I'm, I'm not one that's going to adhere to to that idea at all. All right, let's do this. All right, so if you guys want to open up your own version of the trailer, we are at absolute zero. And we're going to go ahead and play for the first time in three, two, one, go. I was a little too loud. I don't like how they always, they, they do that. Like, this is the trailer you're watching. Yes, we know. We know what trailer we're watching. Yeah, I heard it had something to do with the way YouTube does ads. So if the trailer plays as an ad, they gotta be like, we gotta make sure they know what it is in the first three seconds. I just love all the visuals from the beginning. You know, get the desert. You know, there you see that train. Then we see the guy from the first one or two Mission Mission Impossible movies. He's back. Oh, that's I say one of my favorite things about this trailer is there's a lot of variety in the locales and the different uh-huh. the way they. Like Not a lot of talking, just, it just shows you like little beats of action every couple seconds. But it doesn't give anything away. Honestly, that's fine. Like, I, I'm not going to say the plots of Mission Impossible are bad, because they're not. But we're all here to see Tom Cruise be a badass, and that's definitely what we're seeing in the trailer here. I mean, they're all the Mission Impossible. The music right here, I love. I love this music right here. Like, there's no sound effects. It's just all music. Yeah. Like, that's how you do a trailer. Like, everyone needs to start making trailers like this. I mean, there's some Inception vibes at the end of this film. Not film. At the end of this trailer. It's a short film. Yeah. Still better than Morbius. Well, you're just seeing all this frenetic action beats. And you're just spellbound by that you're just like, I can't believe we're seeing, we're going to be seeing this. And we see that cross key. Is that a cross key? I just see the key everywhere. <clears throat> What's the key mean? We got flying That's trains. Right. We got deserts. That- we got we got forests, motorcycles. Well, that train was supposed to. That was a real effect. Like they actually dropped a train off a, a mountain. That's incredibly impressive. Definitely very much a case of, we're only going to get one shot at this, so let's not mess it up. 
It's Chris Chris McCord is doing Chris Nolan better than Chris Nolan. Damn. Yes, yeah, I said it. I said it. Tenet. He he went there. <laughs> Let me get all those Chris Nolan stands on me this weekend. All right. First trailer. What what's your overall thoughts on it, Kyle? Uh, can I get this movie right now, please? Can it go right into my veins? Inject it right in my veins. Inject it right into my veins, Kyle. I just can't believe, like, it's a trailer. It's a teaser trailer. We don't get this because all trailers now want to give us plot. The entire plot, plot of the movie in plot, three plot, minutes. Plot, yeah. Plot, plot, plot. yeah. But this one, it's there's like maybe ten words that are spoken. And it's just all that frenetic action. It's all the all these iconic moments and sequences. Why can't trailers be like this? Why does everything have to be like, hey, here's the plot of our movie that you are going to go see anyway, so we're going to go give you all the plot? The honest answer is because a lot of these uh, companies are kind of... They're not confident in their own products, and so they need to string people along and kind of get invested by telling them what's going to happen. That's just the short of it. But not, not mission impossible. You know, they're, they're confident. They know that people are going to want to go see this movie, whether they know what it's about or not. Yes. So we are, so this one's going to be a little bit more challenging for us because there are so many frenetic sequences. So we're going to do our best to kind of like sift out some of our more iconic stuff. Kyle's going to help this time a lot more because I don't know a lot about this movie. Like there isn't a lot of plot, but there are moments and sequences that I like I'm going to pick out and Kyle's going to pick out. So bear with us on this one because this one's a little bit more challenging. So usually, you know, when you do like any when we do any kind of trailer breakdown, we're like, oh, yeah, like this person or that person. Or I wonder if they're adapting this or that. But this is kind of like an original, but it's Mission Impossible type of a thing. So we're just going to do the best that we can with that. So We're doing it live. Yeah, we're Bill O'Reilly in it, right? <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, if you guys want to reset the video back to triple zeros, we will go through this a second time. And as Justin said, we're going to be uh, stopping here and there, breaking down certain scenes as they come up. Let's go ahead and hit play again here in three, two, one, go. Again, I hate when they do that. Just in case you've got what video you clicked on. Paramount Pictures. Skydance. Stop. That was fast. So we're at 12 seconds. The idea of you starting a trailer out in the desert, it feels like like a Steven Spielberg, James Bond type of a film. Ooh, like a cold open? You think you think that could be the cold open of the movie? I have no idea. There's a bunch of dudes riding across the desert here? Because the desert, this, the, this, desert, this desert sequence, or sequences, because we see multiple things in the desert happen multiple times. So maybe this is maybe this is like their Chris Nolan or James Bond type of cold opening that's like ten or twelve minutes in length. Oh, that I'd be down for that because we, we like, see. Like this, I said there's been multiple scenes throughout the desert. I just don't know why. I'm guessing there's something out in the desert, uh, either like a enemy base or. 
some sort of hidden artifact or something. I don't I don't know. There's gotta be something. You're gonna have weird there. cross key or whatever that is. Cross keys is out in the desert somewhere, maybe. So interesting stuff. All right, I'm ready when you are. All right, let's go ahead and continue in three, two, one, go. Stop. 21. I see a train. I see a train too, but now that I haven't stopped, it looks like a miniature. <laughs> oh no. Does it hit? It kind of does. It looks like a miniature. Uh, oh. Damn it, we've ruined it. <laughs> I'm like, this train sequence is going to be awesome, but it looks like a miniature. It looks like a miniature. Uh, you know, it, it might, <laughs> even if it is, it, uh, not too upset about it. it. I get it. <laughs> like that rock and those trees do not look right. Oh no. We ruined the movie, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does not look right to me. It looks like a miniature. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to comment on? <laughs> You're like, I want to stop and look at that miniature. Like, because I because I'm a train fan. I like trains. It looks like you a heard miniature. Heard here first, folks. Justin likes trains. I do like trains. I don't like to beat. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, it looks like a miniature. What kind of budget does Mission Impossible have? Why why are we making miniatures instead of you know real trains in the middle of the forests? Like they can they can drop a train off of a mountain, but they can't. They have to make this a miniature sequence. See. That is why we have the miniatures because they had to do one or the other, and they're like, "All right, we're dropping the train in, in this one scene, so we got to have a fake train over here." <sighs> it's just the way it is. Big sigh because I'm just like, "Yeah, I love trains. They're Chris McCord's bringing back trains, and it's a miniature. Trains are in." Until we realize the managers. I'm so depressed. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, 21 seconds. All right, let's go ahead and continue here in three, two, one, go. Your days here fighting in the so called great And I like, I like that they bring him back characters from the first. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Plus. We're tying it all together. Is that Tom Cruise? I'm at 31 seconds. Sorry, I should have said that. All I see is some guy with a mask and sunglasses. Why are, Why does that person have sunglasses? Shouldn't they have, like, goggles? <laughs> you would think, yeah. There's, like, a sandstorm going on. They're like, I'm just chilling out here with, like, a face mask. Not even, like, a full face mask. They're like, I got my COVID mask and I got sunglasses. Like, I think you're going to need better protection for a sandstorm than that. We're in the desert, and any time I've ever seen a desert sequence, they have, like, a face mask and goggles, not sunglasses. <laughs> Granted, the sun is pretty bright out there, so, you know, and I, I get the I shelter. understand that, but you could have uh, tinted goggles. <laughs> Damn it, Chris McCord. Like maybe, maybe this person just likes the feeling of sand in their eyes, okay? <laughs> like, who, am I, who are we the judge? I just so I, can, I so you're saying that I'm being I'm being a sand sexist. Yeah, you're being you're being very rude to the sand and the eye fetishists. 
I'm being rude to the sand people. The sand peoples, the, the Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> but think they I... need goggles, Justin. What about them Jawas? They don't need goggles. Didn't they have? Didn't they have goggles? I don't think so. Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> Go Google. Do Tuscan Raiders have goggles on their eyes? I can't tell, but their eyes are glowing. So, yes. Uh, I guess they kind of have goggles. Uh, sort of. You know, I've never really thought about it until now. <laughs> like, so far, like, I love this trailer, but I'm just like, uh-oh, Chris McQuarrie, he's getting cheap. <laughs> we got miniature we'll train corners, <laughs> and we got glasses on instead of goggles. But that to me, that looks like that looks like Tom Cruise. Got to be Tom Cruise, right? It would be a very Tom Cruise kind of thing to be like. No, I'm not going to wear goggles. I'm going to wear sunglasses. We're in the desert. We've seen goggles before. What's cooler than goggles? Uh, sunglasses. Do it. <laughs> Tom Cruise, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Alright, we're at 31 seconds. Alright, let's play in three, two, one, go. Stop. We got like the a... cross. And it's a key. So that's where my front door key went. <laughs> so apparently this movie is all about them retrieving and capturing and keeping safe a key. And it's the key to Narnia. Now, I don't recognize this woman. She's not from one of the previous movies, is, it? is she? I believe so. I believe she's in the previous movies. I mean, I'm not I'm not a big Mission Impossible aficionado. I just go to the movies and, like, they're done. Like, yeah, like that's I'm, I'm it. Kind of the, I'm kind of the same. I don't rewatch Mission Impossible movies too often. I do really enjoy when I go to the theater to watch the new ones. Yeah, for sure. So... But yeah, she, so she has the key. I'm guessing Tom Cruise and the gang are in at the tracker down to get because the key. All people have keys, right? Maybe, maybe this is like maybe this is like the six stones in a in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So Tom Cruise and, is trying to gather the Infinity Keys. Yes, that's what that's what's happening. I I got gotcha. you. So Tom Cruise is actually trying to eliminate half the people in the universe with the keys. Yeah, so she's got the she's got the sandstone. <laughs> There's probably a Scientologist joke I can make in here, but I'm not gonna try to do it. <laughs> she's got the she's got the sand key. <laughs> the sand key. <laughs> what kind of power would the sand key have? Can you like turn people oh, into you, stone? Instead of wearing goggles, you can wear uh, sunglasses in the desert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the sand wore her dries. Oh gosh. All right, we're at 33 seconds. All right, let's go ahead and continue in three, two, one, go. The concept bright lights. Of right and wrong. Simon Pegg, Ving Rames. Stop. Okay, 44 seconds. More. More desert, fire. more horses. Mm hmm. <clears throat> He's like, you know what I really liked about Batman versus Superman? 
the is horses. there a sequence that was cut in the original version of that where they are in the desert and they are riding horses and they have ginormous rifles? We need some of that in this film. But yeah, this, this has to be the opening of the film or the ending. I can't imagine this being in the movie. Probably not the end. I don't think they'd end it this way. I, I could see this being like a cold open. Yeah, I could see this like that as well. Uh, what I find really surprising and ambitious is that they're actually turning Mission Impossible into a secret uh, like Lawrence of Arabia sequel. <laughs> Very ambitious. You know, I, I applaud them for the... Uh, I was going to say yeah, Spartacus, but... Spartacus, yeah. <laughs> and Tom Cruise is Spartacus. Or is he? Shut up and take my money. <laughs> 44 <laughs> seconds in. Did you have anything to say about this? No, uh, I'm just... I'll, I'll just say that I am I am digging the, the desert theme. It's not something we see too often. And looks like the scenes are shot pretty well, so I'm, you know, I'm excited to see more of it. I hope it's been shot in uh, IMAX, too. Because that'd be awesome. And we can say that about any scene, really. Let's just film the entire thing in IMAX. Would we be gotta, nice. We gotta stop cheaping out. We want that aspect ratio. We want that aspect ratio. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm ready to, to continue on here. I'm ready when you are. Alright, let's hit play in three, two, one. Go. Those were goggles. You know, Vanessa Kirby, this old creepy white dude, Tom Cruise looks angry. Tom Cruise is definitely not in the same room with him right now. More, More desperate. desperate. I love the music that's being played right here. There's there's no sound effects. It's just amazing music. Stop. Where are we at? Uh, one, one nine. I I don't know my geography very well, so I can't recognize Looks where like this be. But it sounds it somewhere somewhere in like uh Middle East, maybe India. I was gonna say Greece, India, Middle East, Italy. Like if if you are somebody that recognizes like where this is at in the world, let us know in the comment below. Uh, I'm going to find out right now. Mission Impossible 7 filming locations. Rome? Venice? Oh, so, yeah, so they're like very much in Italy in this movie, huh? Yeah. So I'm guessing... not, that's definitely not where I was leaning towards, but I'm down for it. It's, those are some of the most beautiful locations least... in the world, so... It looks Middle Eastern to me, but then again, like it also could yeah, be. Yeah, like I, I saw the rounded tops of that building back there, and I, I just kind of thought that's kind of where my my hunch was leaning. I guess when I look at like the left and the right, that that building looks a little bit more uh, European in design. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting though, but yeah, I'm actually really excited to hear that they, uh, there's some filming done in Rome. That's that's cool. Well, what I like about the sequence is, like, you can obviously tell, obviously tell that as they were on that ship, they were given, like, this is what's been going on since you've been away, Tom Cruise. 
you know, stereotypical, like we're going to get our mission and here they are, they're meeting. I wonder if Alec Baldwin's in this film. <laughs> oh gosh. Did he die in the last one? Did he die in the last one? I don't remember. I feel like I should remember though. I can't remember either. I wonder, I can't remember if he died or if he lived, but it'd be awesome if there was like an Alec Baldwin cameo. Then did Henry Cavill's character live? Uh, I think so. I can't remember. I I know there was like a helicopter crash near the end of that movie, but I don't yes. remember if he like survived. That. Well, they said they said Henry Cavill would return at some point. Okay. I don't know, sir. I guess we'll find out. All right, we're at 109, correct? Yeah. Let's go ahead and continue in three, two, one, go. Just the music. Oh, yeah. Just iconic moments. Stop. Okay, where are we at? 116. Now, call me, call are me crazy. Are we with the villain with the glasses? Yeah, the guy in the glasses taking something out of the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that sees like Johnny Depp from the Fantastic Beast series right now? I don't think that's who it is. I mean, I, I, I think. Hold on. Because he looks just like Johnny Depp's Grindelwald. <laughs> it's really messing my head right now. <laughs> um. I see. I think that Shay Wiggum, Shay Wiggum. I can so, see that, yeah. But Carrie Always is in this movie. What? Really? Yeah. Raising. He's in. He's in. Uh, he's in. Uh, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon too. <laughs> he's getting around, I guess. Well, that looks like Shea Wiggum to me. So it probably. And, he's, and if you look at him, he's like he's got like an eyeball in his hand. My video quality is not the best right now, so I really can't tell what he's holding in his hand. It's like a, it looks like a world or a, an eyeball. Interesting. That must be another one of the Infinity Keys. Yeah, and if you can tell, this is also a briefcase. So they just carry the Infinity Keys in the briefcase. <laughs> because they fancy. Definitely some acts of terrorism going on right now. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and continue in three, two, one, go. Gas. Got sword fights in this film, which is good. You can't have a Mission Impossible movie without Tom Cruise. And look, there's the key. Another infinity key. We got fights in trains. We got fights on top of trains. There's fights carry water. We just missed that. More keys. There goes the train. I was going to stop. Trains. But there's not, there's, it's not a Mission Impossible movie unless Tom Cruise is running somewhere. Right. <laughs> I love how they end it without him opening up the... Uh, yeah, that's that's a great ending sequence right there. Without the the parachute opening. 
I I wish there was more to actually say about like the second the last minute of that trailer, but there really isn't. It's just like here's a very brief part of a fight scene. Here's another really brief part of a fight scene. It's like, hey, you know, like without context, it's kind of hard to really speculate on any that's going on. It's just like, oh, there's a person fighting a person. For some reason that we don't know. The the locales looked really great. Like I liked the yeah, sure. you know, all the stuff in the train, outside of the train, underwater, in the desert. Like like I said earlier, there's a great variety of locales in mm-hmm. this movie, and this trailer does a really good job of showcasing that. Like I said, like this felt that like Chris McCory's is doing Chris Nolan better than Chris Nolan is right now. Like Tenet was all these different locations and all these, you know, these spots that we've never seen before, but I just felt like that film it's kind of lazily put together. Like you had the opening sequence, which was awesome, but like the the airplane sequence just felt slow. I know it's supposed to be. <clears throat> excuse me. I know that the airplane sequence is supposed to be some sort of like amazing sequence, but it felt slow and cumbersome. Mm-hmm. Like like Chris Nolan really has gotten lazy in his action sequences, you know, recently. And not to say that he was like always like an action packed dude, but. What is was always exciting about Chris Nolan was it's the way that he kind of like shot the film and then edited those sequences together. Where Christopher Christopher McQuarrie is like taking what Chris Nolan has done and elevated those th- things. You know the different locations. You know the different action set sequences. Like he's bringing his A game. Where to me, like Chris Nolan is great of a filmmaker as he is. Just like with Tenet, just felt kind of like. I don't care about this stuff. I'm just collecting a paycheck. <laughs> you're not you're not wrong there. So all right, last time. Last time. Alright, let's go ahead and reset back to triple zero and we will hit play here in three, two, one, go. Part one. I just love, I just love this trailer. We got car chases, we got nightclub shootouts. Yeah, guys going to businesses or deserts. The concepts of right and wrong for everyone for centuries to come. You're fighting to save an I just love seeing Bing Rains and Simon Pegg again in these films, and you know Vanessa Kirby. She's like, yeah, we're getting the band back together and have another adventure. Let's do this. I just love seeing like that sequence where you know he's sitting across and talking. He just sees like, yo, I'm back into it. I retired, but I'm back. Because that's every time. That's every possible movie, isn't it? They gotta convince him to come back. Something like that, yeah. Just the music here, very, very limited dialogue. It's just about moments and sequences. This is how you make a trailer. This is exactly how you do a trailer. It's exciting, it's mesmerizing, it's spellbinding. 
And then that theme song kicks in, you just like, it gets your blood pumping. without the shoot opening the suspense is real and then the inception <laughs> now do you know why it's called dead reckoning or do you have any uh, theories on why it's called that it's dead it's reckoning seems uh, believable to me they reckon the dead. They're reckoning the dead, that's why. <laughs> so, thoughts on that there, Sir Kyle? That is a good trailer. It. I'm not, like, super immersed into the Mission Impossible world, but every once in a while, I'll see a trailer like this. I'm like, yeah, I could, just, I could sit down, watch that for, like, three hours, have a good time, and then go on with my life. But, yeah, like... The action sequences look good. The locales look good. I think everything looks like it's shot pretty well. The music, the little taste we got here and there was on par. Like, I don't really have any complaints with the trailer, even though we were trying to make it fun of the miniature earlier, but you know, it's, it's fine. It's a um, very, very minor. Trailer in A+. Yeah, that, that seems like a, a good rating to me. A+. So, so well put together, so well done. They didn't. They don't give you anything about the plot, which you're in for. It is like put that right in directly into my veins. Exactly. Like, we've watched the trailer a few times now, and if you ask me to describe or predict a plot, I'm like, ah, they go around the world looking for keys because MacGuffin, and then they fight bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's literally all I can get from the trailer. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Even though it's a year away, uh, it's definitely something I'm going to keep on my radar. <sighs> I got nothing else to say, Kyle. He's got this episode's to almost done. Um, I'm, I'm about to sneeze. I'm about to sneeze. Talk, he is Kyle. fighting the urge. He he's is he going to win or lose the battle? Oh, he lost the battle. I lost the battle of sneezing. Um, so uh, make sure that you are doing all that you can to support this podcast by following us on uh, Twitter. Find me on Twitter at Batman Channel, and you can find Kyle on Twitter at Looting Kyle. And then make sure that you are giving a comment, giving a like to this episode, wherever you may find it, if it's on SoundCloud, if it's on Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, Apple, what other podcasts do they have now? Or there's so many options now. I can't keep track of them all. Yeah, so we're on all of them, I think. Yeah, we we should be out there. Even if uh, so, if you were if we're not on your favorite podcast station, you know, let us know. We can try to get it on there. So, but yeah, episode twenty one of Lords of Film is done. Peace.